<laughs> wow, really? Yeah, no, I figured how, you'd love that. We're starting out. We're starting it off like that, huh? I figured you'd love it. I guess this is a good time to say announce that the four idiots is no longer a thing. Just kidding. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Good humor all around. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we we took a bit of a break for pretty much all of December. <laughs> the well, we pursued different avenues i don't think any of us took a break it was more like i was sick you were busy then we went off on separate vacations and and like yeah i mean if we wanted to quickly allude also to four idiots like you know was moving so like yeah like we all took a kind of break from what we were doing but yeah we're back yay Yay. Now we're here. We have no energy for this. <laughs> you gonna uh, be okay? You gonna live? I th- yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're good. We're back. Right. We're, we are back. Back again. To talk about Keith Courage and Alpha Zones. Tell a friend. <laughs> Guess who's Shady back. is back. Guess who's back. Guess who's back. Yeah. I, I don't remember the lyrics when he actually starts rapping. That's pretty much just the beginning is all I remember. I created a monster. Nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady. I'm chopped liver. Well, if you want Shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor. Some vodka. That'll jumpstart my heart fast. Uh, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to devolve into spouting lyrics. Oh, wait. <laughs> New podcast idea. Uh-oh. Dramatic readings of rap lyrics. I oh, have 99 man. problems. And in fact, a bitch is not one. A bitch is not one of those. Although, if you ask me on separate times of the week, maybe. I... <laughs> okay, I sincerely hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> You're gonna be in shit. Oh, no, I wasn't referring to her. I was just trying to add something to it. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> Dear, if you do actually listen to this, I'm seriously, I'm not upset at you. Don't listen to him. Sorry. I think that's what everybody would probably have thought, though. It just, I almost, I almost it, said, I almost honestly said, depending on what time of the month you talk to me, I would have said that. I was like, maybe it that's should. a little too misogynistic. Yeah, and then you somehow made what I said misogynistic anyway. So, well, you know, you know, like before the intro theme, it would have been what you said somehow. Just so, like, the first taste of anybody gets when we're back is John being a misogynist. <laughs> great no but seriously i think anybody like it sounded a little personal when you said that so i was just no like, no oh, not, shit. A, not at all not okay. at all it's just i've had bad relationships so you could look at it that way but i i'm not saying that about my current relationship Fuck, haven't we all and to state for the fact because i'm sure someone's wondering no she's not currently in the room or in the house so <laughs> or in the house otherwise i would not be talking to paul because i'm not allowed to do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> I've been grounded. <laughs> this, this is me breaking my grounding. Have you been hanging out with that friend of yours? No. <laughs> oh, dear. I promise. You told me not to, dear. Instead, I've been playing Keith Courage in Alpha Zones. Yeah, and I'm so sorry. I haven't been playing that you, game. You haven't played it at all, have you? <laughs> no. no. It's a game I remember from my, my childhood. One that I wanted to actually see the ending of, so which is why I suggested it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really much to the game. It doesn't look 
like it controls well at all. It, it controls okay. To oh, be honest. Really? Okay, it looks stiff from like I. It, it is stiff. It is stiff, but it does have decent like air control. I did watch a little video of it, um, with no commentary or anything, because I wanted to hear the music and everything else and whatnot. Yeah. Basically, experience it without actually having the controller in my hand. It looked like it was stiff, but that might maybe it was just this weird contrast between when you're in the suit and when you're not. Yeah, because in the suit you move a lot faster. Yeah. When you're when you're just Keith, it just kind of feels weird. I really like the sprite models in that game. Well, that was one of the big things about the Turbo Graphics 16. It could just do gigantic sprites that looked really good. Yeah. That was that was this was supposed to be the selling point. Was it? No. I think the selling point was that it was a packing game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Now, if you want to see a, a TurboGrafx-16 with, like, the biggest sprites in the world, you want to play China Warrior. China Warrior. And I honestly, I almost suggested China Warrior. Why didn't you? Because I, I, I was hoping Keith Courage would be a good game. Oh, okay. Because China Warrior kind of isn't. You were, like, a giant sprite of what is basically Bruce Lee... That takes up about a third of the screen that just walks to the left or right, battling like ninjas, trying to, and you fight like Karnov, trying to save, I assume China. I don't remember if you're fighting for your girlfriend or fighting for China. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I would fight for China before I fight for my girlfriend. But maybe that's just because I'm a red nationalist. Now I need to hope that your girlfriend's not listening. You know what? I hope she is because we need more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> At least she'll give me feedback. Feedback in the form of no nookie. Bitch slaps. Yeah, something like that. But like, okay. So I can attest to how this game plays. It doesn't look like it's interesting at all. Not really. Apparently uh, it's one of those like anime-based games that came out over here and they changed everything in it. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like, the art style is pretty good. Um, definitely for the time, like, it was 89 or whatever, right? When the Turbo Graphics came out? 89 or 90, yeah. Yeah. Like, if it was Japanese, maybe it was a bit earlier? I don't know. It doesn't matter, but it was, like, either 90 or 89. I can't remember which one. Um, and at that time, like, I'm sure the graphics just blew everything else out of the way. So... In that regard, maybe it's great. But I like the art direction of the sports, like I said before. Like, these weird things with giant guns strapped to them, sort of. Oh, yeah, the, the giant walking gun with sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. It's pretty good. Uh, the game came out in Japan August 30th, 1988. And it came out over here August 29th, 1989. So one day shy of a year. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, I'll have to ask for your opinion on the gameplay like is it worth playing through no <laughs> okay it it turns into a massive grind fest halfway through because uh, every time you go to like a, a new world there's usually an option to buy a new more powerful sword yep but it costs like a ridiculous amount of money i think like the final sword costs like 4200 gold mm -hmm. and killing an enemy will drop anywhere from i believe 10 to 30 gold okay Although there's one point where there's just a constant stream of respawning enemies that run towards you that you can just keep attacking for lots of gold. Yeah, um, the guy I was watching, he got to one of those parts with, like, the cats. Yep. 
Yeah, and there's just, like, one part where you're at the top of the screen, and they're just constantly coming at you, and he would just keep attacking and get, like, a thousand gold that way. That That is exactly the point I was thinking of. Okay. Um, uh, and, yeah, like, they're worth, like, the red cats, or the red coins are worth, like, 200 gold or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and also, like, he was taking quite a bit of damage. There's some parts that looks like you can't avoid at all. You just have to take the damage, which seems okay, because he didn't die too easily anyway. Yeah, no, you you tank pretty well in the uh, normal stages. Yeah, so in like the, in the uh, the robot suit stages, it's a lot rougher. Yeah, um, I like. I guess it makes sense now. You telling me that the swords get pretty expensive because there were opportunities he had to heal as he was a human going along the way, and he only had like one health bar left. And I was like, why isn't he doing anything? But then like it's probably because he didn't want to spend all his money because it's four hundred gold to heal. Yeah, no, the healing's really expensive. I found myself doing it a lot regardless, but you can take like three or four hits per heart. Mm -hmm. Unless you touch spikes, and I think spikes are insta-kill. The, the red glowy ones or whatever? Yeah, okay. I think even in normal, I think when you're just Keith, you can, you can be killed by spikes. So how long is this game anyway? Seven worlds where each world you play as Keith and then you play as the robot suit. Okay. And each robot suit stage ends in a boss fight. Yep. Uh, the final boss has a glitch where if you get behind him before the fight properly starts, mm -hmm. he never moves. Great. Can you, beat, can you beat him that way, or does it just glitch out? Yeah, you can beat him. Oh, okay. You cool. Attack him from behind and kill him. That's actually what I did, because I was just like, fuck this, I just want to finish the game. Okay, because there is a game I've been playing lately that's an indie game, and like during the boss-type areas, if you accidentally glitch it out so the boss gets in front of you at a point, you just can't finish that stage and have really? to die. Yeah, so, like, I'm a little weary of games that, like, can glitch out but then make an impossible win scenario. No, thankfully nothing like that in this game. The Kobayashi Maru or whatever? Is that it? I can't remember. I'm not a Star Trek is, nerd. Isn't... Oh, yeah, the, the unwinnable scenario? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Star Trek on Retro Kill Screen. Damn. It technically fits the name. <laughs> so it works, people. It works. It is retro. Yay. You and know what else is retro that I'm going to talk about now because I haven't been playing this game and played a better game? What? Is Low G Man. Oh, man. Low G Man. Low G. <laughs> Low G. Okay. Did you have any nostalgia for this? Because I didn't. And I no, played it. Nostalgia? No. First time I played it was 2006. Five or no six, six or seven. Yeah, like probably around graduation or right after high school, right? I had been at I've been in university for like three or four years when I played it. Two thousand six. Yeah, that would have been two thousand three is when I graduated high school. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I would have played this around the end of high school, so probably about two thousand four ish. Same timeline, I guess. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't have any nostalgia for it, and because of it, I like. Or in spite of it, maybe. I'm still enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, I guess, it's just kind of a weird game. It's, you know how Mario was called Jumpman? Yeah. This is like actual Jumpman. <laughs> like, Finally, uh, Jumpman gets his due. Like, you start off, I, can, I can't remember his name. Does the guy even have a name, or is he just low G-Man? I think it's they, like they they see like aliens or monsters invading. Like, well, then they say something like, "We'll summon Low G Man." 
okay, so low G-Man is a guy that can jump really high. and uh, Like any other game, you get power-ups and different weapons and stuff. But you start off with a gun that's like a freeze ray. But the weird thing is you actually have a spear, and that's what does your damage. So you would freeze things in place and then just kind of like jump on top of them and spear them in the head and stuff like that, which is kind of amazing. I like that quite a bit. Uh, I've been playing it lately, like again, with a 360 controller. I played it originally on the Nintendo, so it was fine there. It doesn't feel good on the 360 controller, I'll say. Which D-pad? Or did you use the stick? No, the crappy D-pad, and that's why. Because you need the analog, like when you're pushing down, it's just down. Otherwise, it won't register properly. And that's annoying, especially since the freeze ray only lasts a certain amount of time, depending on how hard the enemy is and some enemies. And how how upgraded your weapon is, too. Yeah, and you can, like, aim up as well for aerial enemies. So going back into it, I forgot about that. And I was just like, why is this so hard? Because I was trying to run and dodge everything. And it was the worst time ever. But taking it slowly, it gets... It's one of these weird games that it's like a platformer that you would feel like Mario, where you're trying to just kind of get across it as fast as possible. But it really rewards you in the same way that like a Demons or Dark Souls does these days by being methodical and just kind of like taking your time, even though there's a time limit. Because it's uh, requires very precise actions where like you're going to freeze this guy, jump on his head, take him out, and then like a flying enemy might come as you're doing that. And stuff like that. So, uh, I remember just there being so many ridiculous enemies to fight in that game. Like, oh, totally. Non-stop barrage. Yeah, there really is. Like, it's, it's one of these games that you need to keep progressing to see the enemies. Like, the sprites aren't just there at some point. Like, they load in or whatever. So, as you're going closer, and because you have to jump onto an enemy or go right underneath them to stab them you're still moving the screen and then as you're doing that getting ready to kill one enemy another one will pop on the screen as you're doing that and stuff and it gets really weird at some point especially uh like the last boss was weird too or not the last boss sorry the first boss because uh that giant tank that just kind of rolls in yeah it's like a weird crane tank only instead of like a crane lift it just shoots out of the top of it like and you like you have the freezer kill the driver i forget what it is yeah uh well you have to just kind of jump on it right above the driver and then just take him out or if you have um any of the like upgraded laser weapons like the laser ball thing or whatever you can shoot the driver right from where you're standing but i find it more interesting to just jump on top of the machine and take it out that way but yeah i don't know low g man it's got a really good like jingle to it too. Whenever you beat a stage, totally. Do 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 something like that. Yeah, like I I'm just looking at it now as well, and it's pretty late into the cycle too. It was 1990 came in. Wow. I thought it was a lot earlier than that, but. I I can see my copy right now. Oh, I didn't know you actually owned it. Yeah, no, I picked it up a while ago. Have you played through it? I have not beaten it, but I got to, like, World 3 when I was playing it on an emulator. Yeah. This, I, the stages get ridiculously hard later on. But I don't know. I had a lot of fun playing it. I just love that name. Low G-Man. <laughs> like, amazing. Anyways. That's, like, that's all I've been doing. So, I think I won. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, if we're going to count retro games we've been playing in between, like the month and a half. Oh, shit. Here we go. go. Here, you, you brought this on. <laughs> okay, go Battle ahead. Battletoads, motherfucker. Battletoads. Okay, I need to ask you an honest, your honest opinion okay. about something. And, like, set aside the fact that you've been playing Battletoads quite a bit lately, and that, like... Quite a bit lately? Well, like, within the last year, lately, is what I mean. Because you've been playing it, like, this year quite a bit, right? Like, 2012 to now? Uh, I played it for a race in 2011. Oh, okay. I, I played it at one time at your house. Okay. That, yeah. That was it for how much I played Battletoads in 2012. Okay, but, like, you're at a point where you're quite comfortable with it, so you can get pretty far in it and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, when I was at Magfest, I played it, and I got to the Dark Queen, so I got to the final boss. Like, do you think that game's pretty actually good? Objectively, I mean. Like, because it feels like some... I don't know how to put this. There's this weird uh, line. I don't know where the line is drawn between badly playing games and difficulty. Like, there's definitely things in that game... That, like, no, this is just difficulty, and you can get past it if you're good enough, but then there's parts where it's like, no, you kind of almost have to exploit everything because it plays weird. Here's here's the thing. Do you consider Contra a good game? I do, yes. Then Battletoads is a good game. Okay, why? Like, I'm asking your opinion on why. Okay. Because they both go off the same kind of idea of... it's A lot of it is just reaction. Like and reaction well, and memorization. memorization. Yeah, yeah, memorization is the other it, key. Thing. I mean, in that regards, like, is Mega Man a good game? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the well, thing. Like, um, it's hard for me to separate from Mega Man specifically because I've been playing it since I was a kid, so I'm so ingrained in that series that it feels fine to me. But like, if I were to just completely wipe my memory and play it for the first time today, I would probably hate those games. So that's why it's hard for me to separate from Battletoads as well, because I did have a little bit of nostalgia with it, but at the same time, I haven't been played it as much as you have. So I don't know like where I stand on that. I'm kind of in the middle, and I'm just trying to find out where I think I am on that game specifically. Well, the thing with Battletoads is, too, like it's, it's a lot of artificial difficulty. Like, oh shit, how was I supposed to know the gear was going to go this specific way in the tubes? Or, but a lot, a lot of it's like, oh, you need to know what's coming up, or you need to just react super fast. The the window between reaction time and pure memorization is very small in a lot of places in the stage. Yeah, I, and it is one of those games that is like the epitome of hard games on the NES, where it's not fair. The yeah. game is actively trying to kill you, and there is something to be said about I like that type of game. Maybe it's just that. I don't care much about other aspects of Battletoads enough to overlook it. Like, I'm not sure. But then why do I like this little crappy blue sprite that jumps around and shoots a pellet? Because he's running around in his underwear. I mean, maybe. (laughs) That's probably why I had so much affinity for uh, Dead Rising. I was going to say Super Ghouls and Ghosts, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So you've been playing that again? (laughs) I guess you were saying Battletoads. Yeah. Yeah. When I was walking around Magfest, I was bored and I was just like, I want to just play a game for fun. And Battletoads was there and no one was on it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just down play Battletoads. Mm -hmm. And every time I played it, I got farther and farther. Mm -hmm. So I played, I played it three times during the week, each on a different day. And by the third day I got to the dark queen, but I forgot what her fighting pattern was. So I ended up losing. Can we both agree that Rat Race is some bullshit, though? 
You know what? I... Yes. Okay, you're at the point... Like, I'm going to bring this up again. You're at the point where you've memorized it. Or whatever. Well, so you can do it okay. But I, but I more or less know what to expect. I haven't gotten, like, the dodging between the patterns when you're falling down pat. But it's more like, okay, Rat 3 is going to go stupid fast. If I, There's, like, two or three spots where I'm going to get lose traction on them, and there's three or three spots where I can gain traction on them. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm at the point where the first two parts of Rat Race are, are cake, and the third one, I will know halfway through the run whether or not I've fucked up. Okay. I'm at, I'm at the point where every time I play that, I just get frustrated, and I don't care enough to memorize it. So... Yeah, maybe fair. that yeah and that's re- that's quite late into the game too and it's annoying because like if i could get past that i could probably have fun again doing the other parts that are well, more if you got interesting past, if you got past that then you would be at clinger winger oh i do remember playing clinger winger yeah it goes rat race clinger winger revolution which is the last stage see revolution like i've seen that stage i don't remember playing it revolution's yeah. fun it looks it, it, fun it is a good stage uh checkpoints <laughs> are a bit far in between but it's a good stage mm-hmm. yeah i almost think like it should have actually been revolution rat race clinger winger final boss instead of the order they have wouldn't that almost be like three bosses in a row though well that's what they do anyways yeah i guess <laughs> why would they be any more lenient on you doing that that's true guess. yeah, yeah. I mean, and to be fair like I don't is there I don't even think there is a single there's like one stage maybe or two that don't have bosses. Now I gotta think about this. Uh Terra Tubes doesn't have bosses. The ice stage doesn't have a boss, the volcano doesn't have a boss. Snakes doesn't have a boss. Okay, so never mind, it's more than I thought. Hmm. So at least a third of the stages don't have bosses. But yeah, the last three stages each have bosses. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. So this went from talking about Keith Courage, Keith Courage, to NES games. That I think that goes to say how poor Keith Courage was. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry, fans, actual fans of Keith Courage, but or it... people, or people that just like, you know what? I am gonna play along, and this is gonna be the first game I try that they suggested. <laughs> Like, well, we gave him hell? enough time for it. Yeah, we've been gone for like a month. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Shit happens. That's real life. This is not our job. So. But we do it for fun, and we hope you play along for fun, too. Yay. Fun for play- everybody. Yeah, if you're not playing for fun, then I think you're playing for the wrong reasons. You know what? Yeah. Like. Yeah! I know it just sounds like a stupid kind of stupid obvious thing to agree with but i've been at this weird point in like the other podcasts i do and talking to other people and stuff where they're being very critical lately about what video games are doing for like the medium and for Mm -hmm. like the basically just like you know how film and literature and stuff they're very old mediums and they have like a certain artistic rapport now with them and video games aren't near that at all so, like, some people get frustrated because there are some games that just try to focus on the part where it's, like, this is tickling the enjoyment parts of my brain. Yeah. And that's enough. And people are like, no, you have to do something profound or something. I'm at a point where I'm comfortable saying Far Cry 3 is one of the best games of this year. 
eat it. It's, it's and, stupid, but like, I don't know. It's just weird because doing this retro kill screen thing and revisiting these old games, like a lot of them aren't profound at all. Like Sonic CD, who gives a shit about a lot of the stuff in that? Sonic fans. Well, I mean, the thing is like, it's enjoyable enough that I put time into it. And the same with DuckTales and stuff like that. I think it is enough that a video game is just an entertaining experience. And it took going back and seeing like almost the crawling stages of video games to kind of appreciate that more, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I like seeing so many people take things critically. And then there's me, a guy who talks about games where you're a giant toad hang, <laughs> using a unicycle to hang off of the wall as you're being chased by a disco ball. And Uniracers, man. That game's great. Fucking Uniracers. Yeah. Best game Grand Theft Auto team ever made. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I disagree. <laughs> uh, that's the best uh, part. There's probably people who legitimately feel like that too. Like, I, and they're totally in the right to, which is the thing. Because as I look more and more at the Grand Theft Auto games, I don't like them that much. But I remember the good times I had with them, and that's what keeps me going with those. I guess. Um, anyways, so we've been talking a little bit, and by a little bit, I mean two texts back and forth to each other last night. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to stay the course we have set out already, mainly because there are some games on here I am looking forward to revisiting again. Uh, but, like, we're going to get audience participation more in here, I think. Like, rather yeah, than... I think that's a good idea. Every now and then we'll mix it up. And do a game that someone from the audience suggests. Like, rather than just saying, like, play along with us, it's just like, hey, what did you like that we should talk about? That might be. Like, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, we were a little like, oh, is that a good idea? Like, I don't, we don't want to get 100 requests for Final Fantasy VII or whatever. But then we put out a basic call on Twitter just today, and there's been some crazy different opinions on here yeah like tetrisphere oh man i've actually <clears throat> been meaning to play that and like chameleon twist 2 i've not been meaning to play that i know but it's just weird because i wasn't expecting some of these suggestions so you, you were expecting a lot of like standard games i was but then like i guess it just goes to reason that people listening to a podcast where we talk about retro games know retro games probably yeah. better than we do even some of them probably <laughs> maybe yeah oh by the way i want to play bucky o'hare at some point oh yeah you want to borrow that no i mean to talk about on here oh I okay yeah i played it before it's i was gonna say good. like I, I can hand you my copy i, I actually have my <laughs> nes games alphabetized for once so i can actually see where everything is right away oh it's weird it's kind of nice yeah that's but then weird. i then i picked up like one two three four five six seven eight while I was gone. Oh, you have to do the shelf shuffle now. Yeah, I hate the shelf shuffle. I know, it's the worst for movies. That's why and I don't like, buy movies anymore. And one of the games is an A. I think it is alphabetically one of the first games I put in there. So it's just like, no, don't make me do that. What game is it? Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Wow, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. That I didn't like that game. Okay. I picked it up because I remember playing it as a kid, and I was just—it was only like three bucks. I was like, "Yeah, let's let's see how it is." Oh, for three bucks, yeah. yeah let's see what I got here. Uh, Rad Racer Two. Okay. Godzilla Monsters, Monster of Monsters, Doctor Chaos, 
Adventures of Tom Sawyer, mm-hmm. Popeye, mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, The Atlantis Factor, mm-hmm. Sweet Home, mm-hmm. and Adventure Island 4. Wow. Sweet yeah. Home. Yeah, I'm actually excited to play that. Yeah. I have to be somewhere in the vicinity when you play that. I, I, must... am, I am I live streaming, actually? I've been debating the idea of doing a backlog live stream. Or just like once a week or once a month, I pick a couple random games from my backlog that I've never played before, or I've only played a little bit of, and just start streaming it. Mm-hmm. See how far you get into it. Yeah, and see how interesting it is. Like, I don't know, because my, my game collection is kind of a crapshoot, so you never know what could come up. Mr. Domino. <laughs> I don't know if people are prepared for another episode of No One Could Stop Mr. Domino. I'm not prepared for another episode of Mr. Domino. <laughs> yeah. No one is. Or I could play the sequel, Domino Rally. <laughs> Maybe they figured it out. I think it plays completely different how I think about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Question for you. How do you pronounce this? Is, is Suikoden or Suikoden? Uh, Suikoden. Suikoden? That's what I do, anyway. Okay, I'm okay. probably wrong. I say Suikoden. So. But then, at the same time, I used to always say Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. And everyone said Gaiden. But it actually is Gaiden. I know, but like everyone told me I was wrong, so I've learned to not care about what other people say. Suck at English language. Word. With that, I think we're out. Are we Are we suggesting something? Are we going to keep it open for fan suggestion? <laughs> that we can talk about it, but then people can't play along? Okay, I have an idea. Uh-oh. So next week was supposed to be Star Wars Shadow of the Empire and the N64 to continue with this kind of console thing yep. that we've been doing. We got a call for some Nintendo 64 games. Let's choose one of those and talk about it. All right. Because, yeah, nobody suggested Shadows of the Empire, but there were some good ones. I think no one suggested it because they knew we were going to eventually cover it. Pro- like, maybe? <laughs> Which is that might be a bit of a stretch, I guess, what I'm saying. Though. The, I don't know. the ultimate flaw in this logic, <laughs> that, like, we said we would talk about it a month ago, so they're like, well, they're probably going to talk about it, so we shouldn't suggest it. But, like, do you want to talk about Super Mario 64? Because I think we could blow some minds with opinions on that. Yeah, sure. I'd be yeah. down to talk about Mario 64. I'll try to be nice, too. In fact, you know what? I will actually plug in my N64 and play it again before I make radical comments that I would make today, like that game's the biggest piece of shit Nintendo's ever released. Oh, smack talk! With the steel chair. (laughs) Smack talk with the steel chair. From the top rope! It's on fire from downtown! Oh, now I want to play like WrestleMania 2000 or something. I I went to a uh, WWF No Mercy tournament at MAGFest. Oh, man. And I got my ass kicked at that. Oh, you were part of it. Yeah. But it was was a bunch of guys from Botchamania. I don't know if you've ever seen Botchamania or care about it. I don't know what it is, no. It's basically like a a clip show of, like, the worst botches in wrestling, like WWF, WWE. Oh, okay. uh, I have seen these videos, yes. Yeah. But uh, all, all the little fan stuff from, like, episodes people were doing there so like whenever someone would screw up in the game we'd just start chanting you fucked up you fucked up you fucked up and just like completely going along with the crowd everyone in the room who was playing other games just kept staring at us because there was like 30 people doing that <laughs> wow. it was hilarious wow i i almost don't care that i got my ass kicked 
what was one of the first games that really had a good character customizer for those games? It would have been mm-hmm. the it would have been I think WrestleMania 2000 or No Mercy. Okay, so I can't remember which one I played. My version I played, or, or maybe with, it was SmackDown. I forget which came first. I think SmackDown might have. Come I think first. it was SmackDown. Was SmackDown on the PlayStation? Yes. Okay, because SmackDown is the one, like the PlayStation version or whatever, is the one I played. Yeah, no, SmackDown is always on PlayStation until the Xbox 360. And I made a guy that had like a bow tie and all this stuff, and his name was Butler. Because that was his backstory, is that he was a butler that went crazy. So he was a butler beatdown? And I could beat every one of my friends with butler, and it just became a weird thing. I can't remember <laughs> what... I used to play uh, SmackDown 2 with uh, one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And he'd always come over and he'd bring his PS1 and we'd play it. I made some weird robot character. I think I made Robot Man, I think is what I call him. <laughs> yeah. And I can't remember what my, my buddy did. But it might have just been him. But... Uh, we always have like these ridiculous matches, like fighting up on the top of the steel cage through the through the ceiling and everything. That was so good. Yeah, those games were so fun. There was one ridiculous match we had. There was uh, the low blow that you could assign. Yeah, and uh, we we made a character. I don't know if you ever saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Not that movie, no. <clears throat> okay, Mark Hamill and that like they're shooting a film based on uh, Blunt Man and Chronic, the fictional comic book characters or whatever in that like world that kevin smith made like the jersey series and uh their nemesis in the movie they're making is called cock knocker (laughs) and uh he like has a double lightsaber that looks like weird dildo or something and you know what i mean like it's just very like haha penis jokes sort of thing Mm -hmm. but um so we made a guy named cock knocker and his only move that every button was assigned to was a low <laughs> blow. And we did a four-person rumble. And it w- it made a stupid, like, ding sound every time yeah. <laughs> there was a low blow. And it was just everybody just low-blowing each other until they couldn't stand up anymore. Oh, that sounds amazing. It took, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That'd be so fun to do. And the whole time we were just laughing the whole time. Because we were a bunch of stupid kids, but yeah, that's my wrestling story, I guess. I, can I? Can I just? I guess this will be a confession. I have a soft spot for wrestling games. Yeah. And, yeah, like I have WWE 13. Okay. And, and I don't. know. Did I ever show you the story I made in that? No. It was uh, it was Batman, Superman, and Jill Valentine. Batman found a briefcase full of money and ran off with it, but it ends up it was Superman's money. So Superman ran over the Batmobile with a monster truck. Mm-hmm. And then Batman tried to kill him to get it back. I, I just wrote it out of the blue. I picked it up after watching the uh, amazing stories that were on Giant Bomb at the time. Okay. Like, like Ghost Problems and Ghost Problems More. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for wrestling games. I love playing them. Yeah, totally. And like those games aren't that good without people, though. That's yeah, the thing no, for me. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. I still enjoy them regardless, but, like, the last wrestling game I played was, I think, SmackDown vs. Raw 07. Mm-hmm. And I was playing that with my roommate at the time. We were just, we made, like, he made Will Smith from Wild Wild West. Okay. And, oh, fuck, I can't remember what my character was. I think I used Chun-Li or something like that. And we were just doing all these ridiculous storylines. It was It was fun. Yeah, totally. So, wrestling games, Keith Courage. By God! By God! (laughs) 
All right, then. So we'll be talking about Super Mario 64 next week instead of Shadows of the Empire. And then we're going to stick with what we chose for... uh, What the hell was the next system? Uh, It would have been PS1, which I believe is Parasite Eve. Parasite. Wait, wait, no. Die Hard Arcade. Oh, right. We're doing Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. So we're going to talk about Die Hard Arcade. So Sega Saturn, or if you have... Uh, a good enough PC, you can emulate it, which really, if you can emulate arcade games, you should be able to emulate this. Actually, you know what? Let's go crazier. Uh-oh. Die Hard Arcade and Parasite Eve next week. What? Or not next week, two weeks from now. You want to do both games next week? No. Shadows, or Mario 64 next week. Oh, I mean, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Two weeks well, from now, you want to do both games? Yes. You crazy. I know. I, I, you know what? I found I didn't have a copy of Parasite Eve 1. I thought I did. Hmm. That's I do weird. now. I do now. I picked one up yesterday. Oh, okay. So you're good then. Yeah, but I was just funny like. Oh, was, and dude, uh, you, it's on the PSN too. Oh, right. Well, yeah, so. I definitely paid more than the PSN version. Uh, oh, dude, what? Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. It's it was in really good condition though. The only thing that sucks is the greatest hits, but whatever. I've I've gotten over that. I have the official strategy guide from that from when I was like 13. Is it for Prima or Brady Games? You know what? Uh, vamp for a second while I look. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna make me stall. All right, so how's it going, guys? I probably shouldn't have made him mention that during the recording, but Brady while games. Doing... Brady games. Okay. Sorry, it was on the bookshelf, just under something. That's why I had to check. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is weird. I forgot that strategy guides to like look big use huge font. Yeah. I haven't used a strategy guide since Final Fantasy X, and even then, I just got it because, like, there was a deal to buy that with the game. I Somewhere in this house, I have a strategy guide for, like, Gears of War 2. Weird. I didn't. It was a collector's edition guide at that. Yeah. I, I have one for, like, Resident Evil back on the PlayStation, and that thing is in the worst condition ever, because I read the shit out of that. You know how some people like will revisit like Catcher in the Rye or something every year? Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Director's Cut strategy guide for me. Oh wow. <laughs> for a while, not like not any time the last ten years, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I mean the only reason I'm saying we should or could talk about both is because we talked about three or four games. True. This time around. <laughs> but yeah, like I <clears throat> How long is Parasite Eve? I know it's a two-disc game. Uh, it's actually not that bad. There's a lot of, like, stuff you can do, like, collecting junk and stuff and upgrading your weapons and whatnot, but, like, you can run through it pretty quick. A couple hours. All right, well, I'm looking it up on... How long... <clears throat> oh, apparently I've already looked it up on howlongtobeat.com. Because we have a list. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, yeah, I should see how long that's going to take. Main story, 9 hours, 27 minutes. Main plus extras, 10 hours, 55 minutes. Completionist, 30 hours. Yeah, because there's this uh, Chrysler building thing that's just like floors and floors of basically survival, killing, trying to kill stuff and not die. And that can take, like, easily 20 hours. That's, n- that's not part of the main game, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a two-sinning game depending how much time you have to devote. It's not too bad. All right, well, I'll keep it in mind. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll play it because I definitely don't need to practice Die Hard. 
Well, I'm going to have to play Die Hard because I definitely don't need to play Parasite Eve. <laughs> well, let me just, yeah, let me just say you don't need to really twist your arm to play that. That game's good. Yeah. It's a good game. I'm going to say Parasite Eve's good too, though. Yeah, Parasite Eve's a better game. I'll just say that. No, I'm just but, saying, like, either way, I think we both win. Yeah. Die Hard Arcade is just, like, is a B movie game that I love, essentially. Well, because Die Hard. Yeah, true. Die Hard's the best. Die Hard's the best Christmas movie. Come on. It's kind of too bad that we weren't able to stay on track. Just yeah, no, because we we were going to actually post the Die Hard episode on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And then we took like four the the whole weeks off. We just threw off the schedule. Like fun fact, we would be done probably (laughs) our list. Uh, we'd be high up on it though. uh, Yeah, we'd be almost at the end. We would be at episode 14, I think. No, I think we'd be at 15 or 16. Really? 9, 10, 11, 12. That feels like <clears throat> this would have been third. No, maybe you're right. Okay, because I've been playing episode 15 a bit. That game's okay, but it's not as good as I remember, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll load up the Steam version of it and play it. That's what I've been playing. I don't have the original copy. I, I still I still have my original copy. I actually have it signed by Scott C, the artist. Oh, I thought you were going to give something out there. Oh, shit. I almost did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think people might be able to figure it out, but you know what? You'll have like a, a month. <laughs> you'll have a month to do that. People don't care. <laughs> they don't care about what we say. We've probably already said what game it is, by the way. I think we said it in a previous podcast by accident. Yeah. Go back and listen! Bye, guys.